Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 20, 28 in the book of Acts. And we have been following uh, the Holy Spirit and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit into the church, specifically into Peter and John, who are giving a speech now before the council in chapter 4 of the book of Acts. Listen with me, and then we're going to uh, break it down. This is chapter 4 of the book of Acts. And as they were speaking to the people, the priests and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees came upon them, greatly annoyed because they were teaching the people and proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection from the dead. And they arrested them and put them in custody until the next day, for it was already evening. But many of those who had heard the word believed in the number of men who came to about 5,000. Last we heard it was about 3,000. On the next day, their rulers and elders and scribes gathered together in Jerusalem with Annas the high priest and Caiaphas and John and Alexander and all who were of the high priestly family. And when they had set them in the midst, they inquired, by what power or by what name did you do this? Then Peter, comma, filled with the Holy Spirit, comma, said to them, rulers of the people and elders, if we are being examined today concerning a good deed done to a crippled man, by what means this man has been healed, let it be known to you and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead. By him, this man is standing before you well. So the man they're talking about is a lame man uh, who gets healed by Peter and uh, John. Then he attracts a crowd. Then Jesus, then John, uh, Peter preaches to that crowd all the way through chapter 3 of the book of Acts. But then the speech, kind of at its denouement, is interrupted by these guys here and now in chapter 4. The priest and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees, they come upon him. And what is interesting is, what is the the uh, the interruption? The interruption, the reason is because of annoyance, this provoking, this irking. They were greatly disturbed. Why? Because the Jewish officials thought that this was a done deal, that this had been extinguished when they extinguished uh, Jesus on the on the cross. So these guys are arrested. Now, let, let's talk about that just for a second. They, they lose their liberty. I think it's the first official persecution consequence um, uh, in, in their lives, in the early church's lives. And uh, it has to be the scariest arrest of all time. Why? Why wasn't Jesus' arrest worse than that? Well, Jesus, like six times through the through the early gospel, say, look, I'm going to get arrested in Jerusalem. We're going to go to Jerusalem. I'm going to get arrested. They're going to, I'm going to suffer. I'm going to die. In three days, I'm going to rise again. So when Jesus got arrested, they knew exactly what was going to happen. Uh, Jesus for sure did, and the disciples eventually uh, came to that knowledge. But these guys, they don't know what's going to happen. They know who, who they're with, which is the Holy Spirit, and who's indwelling them, which is the Holy Spirit, and how things have changed because of the Holy Spirit. But they don't know what's going to happen. So we see some of the external things that are happening because of the Holy Spirit. In chapter 2, the church was 3,000 people big, uh, 3,000 men. And then in uh, now in chapter uh, 4, at the end of this speech, we see that pop up to 5,000 men 
maybe 10,000 uh, if you include uh, women and, and minors. It's the, it's the moment when the church goes viral, and we're going to lose count, count shortly after this. Um, but here's my thought about numbers. What is the number that counts? It's just one. It's one repentant soul. So heaven is going to be full of believers who came there one at a time. Nobody is grouped into the kingdom. It's all about the hearing and believing, that's from our side, and the Holy Spirit helping on his side, this effective call and the saving grace, and then his, his indwelling us. But it happens one at a time. All right, so they don't know what's going to happen. They're in prison all day long. The the powers that be gather, the rulers and the elders and the scribes. And where are they? Don't forget where they are. They're in Jerusalem. And who's in power? Well, it's the same guys that crucified Jesus not too long ago. We had Jesus walking around for 40 days. We had three days in the tomb. We had one day of his torture and and uh, crucifixion, then we have a couple days of waiting, or maybe a couple weeks. It doesn't doesn't say exactly how long they wait for the Holy Spirit, but it hasn't been very long. In other words, the same people are in um, in power. So when these guys went to bed that night, I think they're asking this question: I wonder if I'm going to get crucified tomorrow. Now the answer, interesting for for Peter, is yes, he does get crucified, but the answer is not tomorrow. It happens it happens later. All right, and who are these guys? Annas the high priest. So he wasn't the high priest. They called him the high priest, just like we call President Obama president still. Um, he uh, stopped being high priest in 15 AD. Caiaphas is the high priest. He's he's high priest until 36 AD. And John is um, as uh, uh, Anna. Uh, his his son, and he becomes high priest in the year 36. So it's really this incredible high priestly family. It's the power that 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 is uh, 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 super powered. It's the who's who of Jewish leadership. And here's what they want to know. Verse 7, by what power or what name did you do this? And uh, if, the, if he answers Jesus, remember, we killed him. And then the answer is here, Peter. Comma, filled with the Holy Spirit, comma. So we find him brave. We find him speaking. We find him filled. And remember, Peter was the number one example of knuckleheadedness in the in the Gospels. Now, if you go back to the Old Testament, there's a whole bunch of candidates for King Knucklehead. David would be one, Naaman, Jacob, Samson. Those are ones I just uh, thought of. But Peter in the New Testament, he is the absolute unre- unrivaled r- knucklehead that is in the Gospels. And then everything changes. Why? Well, because he becomes filled. Remember the fire in ch- chapter 2? The, the fire appears and then it r- rested on him and they are filled and it doesn't go away. And we see him now filled with the Holy Spirit. So here's my charge for the day is you don't know what's going to happen today. Just like these guys, when they got arrested, didn't know what's going to happen today. But you know what? You know with whom, that is the Holy Spirit, you're going to go through this day with. So my charge, just like to Peter, is to act like it. Acts like it, if you will, because we're studying the book of Acts. So go Do your day being filled with the Spirit, and I will see you tomorrow.